0: Check one, two, check one, two. The doc is back making house calls. Yo, yo. And unfortunately, uh, producer Joe, home sick, in bed. Apparently not COVID. Good. That's what they're saying. Good. Yeah. I mean, not
1: good They sick. Good they yeah, sick. not Yeah, but
0: good COVID. he's not COVID, yeah.
1: Well, how many times can one guy have it, I guess is the question. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And
0: I'm going to say we're an award-giving podcast, and I think that'll make more sense at the end uh, as we... Award-giving. Yeah, award-giving. It's been a couple of years since we've won any awards, so maybe uh, we need to make that,
2: <laughs> make that change this year. I don't know.
1: Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And uh, coming soon, stay tuned, Whiskey Wisdom with Father Joe.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, I was at BevMo yesterday, and I actually stopped and looked at some stuff in the whiskey aisle, so uh, obviously I'm, I'm learning a little bit, mm-hmm. but not much, because I still didn't understand anything. And it still all looked real dangerous to me. <laughs> uh, anyways, make sure you find, follow us on social media at I Like Beer, the podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer, the Po one, and I Like Beer, the Ta one on Twitter. And we are also on Untapped, Very easy to find under I Like Beer, the podcast. Remember
1: the ILB store is open for business. Check out the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Click on shop and look, I wore my beanie today. Oh, that, is, I saw that. that, that is a sweet beanie. You know. look very handsome. Not yeah. at work, but to here. Nice. Yeah.
2: So, what are we drinking
1: tonight? We're drinking beers from Eureka Heights Brew Company.
0: Correct. Yeah. So, I, I got all, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what happened here is I was in Texas, Eureka Heights, really cool brewery there in Houston. They had an advent calendar with not only their kind of their core beers, but then a lot of special release beers. And so, uh, this was a bunch of stuff that that I got out of that Anvet calendar. So we're just going to do some Eureka Heights beers tonight. I like their motto. They there's uh, great beers and high fives. That's what they say on their their thing. And their name comes from the Eureka Heights fault that uh, system that runs right under their brewery. They just strive to make what they say is interesting and approachable beer. And their core beers, their year round beers, are always crisp and flavorful and mostly low alcoholic. The ones, some of the ones tonight aren't. Well, I think we, most ones tonight are. Some of the ones we put away for a later day are a little higher alcoholic content, but. They have some great beers. Uh, one of my favorite, just go-to kind of light beers is the Buckle Bunny, which I think I've shared that with, with yes, you guys we've before. Had that. And it's, yes, it's just go. a good, good,
1: delicious beer. So first beer we got going around, what do we got over there? This is the uh, Mostly Harmless Hoppy Pale of Very Little Threat, weighing at 4.5%. We were drinking this before the show started. Hydrating and, with this is what yeah. we're doing, yeah. And and sorry, uh, Sound Guy Tom, but Todd liked it so much he was licking the rim of the can. Yeah, and although we want to share the love, we don't want to share the germs, <laughs> yeah. You missed out on that one, but we have plenty more.
2: You're making uh, up for last week, huh, but, son? That's right.
1: So it, it was awful, Tom. You really missed out. Uh, you didn't miss out on the thing. No, actually, it was quite good.
0: Yeah, it's a tasty beer. Uh,
1: very flavorful for a 4.5%. Mm-hmm. says here, um, the hops hang on your tongue much the way a brick doesn't. Okay. All right. not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, and they're always very quirky a... in their stuff that they put out. Drink
1: like. up. The world's about to end. Okay. So I guess what we'll do is, since uh,
0: since Tom doesn't have beer, I'm going to open beer number two right now. So okay. feel free to dive in at any point. So this is called the Mini Boss. Go ahead, Tom. You can pour first. The min- yeah, a Mini Boss. First first.
2: It's an IPA. It's like the tallest can I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. These are one some of their special. Uh, normally it comes in what is normally I guess, what would be, a 16-ounce or 12-ounce can, and they put in some of these double size ones in the... Um... dock. you're going to like yeah, this. Yeah, so, so this is 19.2. It. 6.8. Uh, it says... All your hop are belong to us, the mini boss. so it's a got Citra mosaic hops, joins forces in this fruity IPA to warp your senses to aroma land. the fifth dimension of flavor awaits.
2: Citra mosaic. I like most citra mosaic beers.
1: Let's give it a pour. I'm, I like the big can because I don't have to well I figured it to limit it was good, myself. Good to
2: share with you guys. So, it's yeah. a great
1: sharing size yeah. can. And anyway, I thought we'd do we'd try this out is uh, let's taste our beers and let's rank them all here at the end. Sounds At good. At the end, let's give the, the listener a run-through of, of our scores. So i got to give it a sniff, and I'm going to give it a taste.
2: Smelling
1: nice. Oh, wow. The taste and the smell are very different. Yes.
2: It's bomb diggity.
1: That is really good, isn't it? Uh-huh. Well, make your note. Thanks, yeah. Talent, for bringing that I in. like when citron and mosaic uh, get together. Mm-hmm. They're good friends. Does it have a little strawberry? It, well, just fruity, a little fruity. What they say, Aroma Land, and, and it's got kind of a just a. I, mean, I know it's from the hops, but a, a little strawberrynessness in the hops there. where oh, I like that a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mini Boss IPA, putting down some notes here, and we have a beer in hand, so it's time for toast, roast, pour one out. Thank you, Maestro. Talent, you've got toast for us. I got two quick ones. First one is um, this one. I don't know why this
0: didn't happen earlier, but I don't know if you guys saw that, that Snoop Dogs uh, planning to launch a new hot dog brand and they're going to be called Snoop Dogs. <laughs> okay, So can't wait to get one of those. So I just thought that was kind of cool. So toast to him. That tracks, as Joe would say. It, yeah,
2: that does track. And uh, I guess yeah, a marketing genius. Holy crap. Is, you see Snoop
0: Wine, Snoop everything. Snoop Cannabis, uh, Snoop, now Snoop Dogs. So I would have thought that would have been the first thing, but whatever. Uh, and then the second one is, uh, and this will be kind of a theme at some points throughout the evening, but um, Canada was looking for a way to increase their vaccines. And so Quebec uh, got to the front of the line there, and they did it with two things, actually. Uh, First thing they did is they uh, started to threaten that they were going to fine uh, people that uh, were unvaccinated. And then also they said that they uh, y- you could not buy alcohol there if you were unvaccinated. Oh, that'll do it right and that, there. Well, guess what happened? Vaccination rate increased by over three hundred percent. So, uh, <laughs> cheers. Find what the people want, and uh, there you go. So yeah, forget are- the
2: fines. People, you know, forget the fines. It's, yeah, you can't buy yeah. beer. And
1: so there's yeah. my uh, my two toasts there. Oh, I like that. That's a great idea. Let's make
2: it happen. So that turn all the uh, liquor store owners into you know enforcers. Uh, apparently, yeah.
1: I don't know. I've got a toast to a. To the local barkeep, specifically Cameron Briotti, bartender at Irish Kevins in Key West, placed on our list. Yes. Right? Saw this story. You Good did? Story, okay. yeah. He turned in a local culprit that authorities were having a hard time finding, and there's a bit of a story there I thought was, was worth toasting the guy. This uh, culprit, this delinquent malefactor in question, had vandalized a local landmark, the buoy that marks the southernmost part of Key West. Mm. In fact, he set it on fire. Yeah. And, uh, With a Christmas tree, I believe. They set a Christmas tree on fire next to it. Police had released a video of the uh, miscreant, but nobody recognized him until Cameron Briotti, local barkeep, saw the footage. And that took him back to New Year's Eve when he was bartending and a tourist ordered three rounds of drinks for the crowd. But when he left, he stiffed the waitstaff, leaving Ooh. zero tip Oh, well, there you have it. For three full rounds of beer. So he'd made an impression on the, on yeah. the barkeep and the team. And since he'd paid by credit card, it was easy enough to track him down. And the manager of uh, Irish Kevins pulled up the video surveillance to collaborate the transgressing malfeasant that he was in the bar right after the vandalism occurred. so police got him quickly enough. and they fully repaired the buoy. so there you go. did His you see came.
0: did you see how they uh, how the city of Key West um, rewarded Cameron? How did they reward him? They rewarded him with a, I can't remember how much of it, but basically like a several bottles of rum from the
1: local rum distillery. (laughs) I was like,
0: what a perfect Key West. uh, Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah. What a perfect Key West. I was was just
1: thinking back to those robot bartenders we talked about a month ago. They wouldn't think they're going to do that. No, 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 they're not heroes No, They're just dispensers. That's true. But, uh, Cameron hero, good man, good man. Not all heroes wear capes. So toast to them. That takes us off to our roasts. All
0: right. So I got, I got two roasts. First one, this one I just thought was uh, pretty amazing, especially considering the story came out. Two L.A. police officers were recently fired uh, because they uh, ignored a robbery call in progress um, and decided not to go do that. Do you know what they were doing instead? I don't want to know. They were trying to catch a Snorlax in Pokemon Go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, according to documents, these two LAPD former LAPD officers, Louis <laughs> uh, Lozano and Eric Mitchell, were fired for willfully, willfully abdicating their duty to assist a commanding officer's response to a robbery in progress. Uh, and playing a Pokemon mobile game while on duty. That's in quotes. <laughs> uh, so it says basically, uh, initially the officers denied it, and they said, hey, that didn't happen. But one problem, there was an audio and video recording of the whole thing. <laughs> and it showed that both of them, they were discussing, uh, responding to the robbery, <laughs> but then said, hey, no, because moments later they were recording saying, hey, Snorlax just popped up at 46th and Limart," And they tar- started to strategize on how to best to catch this rare, gigantic Pokemon. Uh, and so I've asked apparently, that for 20 minutes, the in-car monitoring system captured them t- talking about this Pokemon and how they were going to catch it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they got caught, and uh, you know, there you have it. So well, the question is,
2: did they get their? Snor-lock? They did get the Snorlax. Oh, so you get.
0: know, I guess it's a, it, you know, it's not all bad news for them. So sounds
1: know. like a, a bad cop
0: comedy oh, it's movie. Terrible! It's terrible. So forty six and limer. Yeah. <laughs> so that that one I saw that one and I'm like, come on, guys. Uh, you know, you're trying to make a, a good impression in the community, trying to raise the, the, uh, the image of, that's uh, you, what you know, it's thought.
2: LA. There's plenty of criminals, plenty of robberies. It's point. not every day. a Norwalk. <laughs> yeah. It's out. not every day.
0: And actually it's supposed to be a very rare, um, rare go. creature yeah. to catch in Pokemon yeah. Go.
2: So, I, I don't blame them. Uh,
0: so that's first one. And then the second one, again, I don't know how you make this stuff up. I guess it really more than anything, this could be a roast or just pouring one out again for society, but. Have you guys seen Stephanie Mato? Uh, Stephanie Mato is, uh, apparently she was on this show. I've never, don't know the show, never heard of it, but uh, 90 Day Fiance. So she's a reality TV personality. And she's recently been making a ton of money Selling her jarred farts online. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, uh, I saw that. And, and if you want to ask are how much you, money, yeah, apparently that's a big thing online. There's people that will pay big money for really? for farts that are in jars. Dude, I could make a lot. You, I, I know. Well, <laughs> hold on. Let me get through the story a little more because you might want to rethink that. So, first of all, so far to date, she has made actually a couple of hundred thousand dollars. No. Yeah, selling her farts no! uh, on the internet, but. Turns out... Wait, wait, but but There's a big butt. <laughs> big butt on this one. Uh, turns out there is a limit to how good farting can make you feel. To quote a uh, childhood uh, story, we, or what is that song we used to have there about beans, Stephanie had to announce her retirement because she was rushed to the hospital for squeezing out one too many. Really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, she found herself in the ER with heart attack symptoms and she was experiencing shooting pains in her chest. And doctors then performed all kinds of tests on her. And they found that her problems were caused by her excess gas from her frequent diet of beans, eggs, and <laughs> banana protein shakes. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, PSA here. Oh, wait, so that means there's a, there's a big void now. Yeah, I can well, tell, I can step in. Could. I tell you, I go to Lake Tahoe and I drink beer all day and watch yeah. football and eat chocolate. Yeah. Farts are just coming nonstop. It yeah. could happen. So, but the question is: Is I think for her
0: because she's a, she's a you know a, a beautiful woman selling it. What do they want from a beautiful man selling him? I don't know. No, no. You. Well,
2: I could just pretend. I, no, I, I there you just go. Yeah, it's yeah. just a matter of pulling yeah. up an you image. You just put a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see that. Exactly. But can we go back to my Wait, PSA? you're saying i not. A, I could. I could pass for a beautiful woman. You could say you they're could. hers. Yeah. Hey. You
1: could just say, "Hey, I have a stock now.
2: Yeah. Yes. Did yeah.
0: doctor prescribed? Right. All right. So make sure, guys, be careful. <laughs> PSA, you should not, I repeat, not have beans for every meal. Jarring. Yeah. Mm. So you will get uh, in the hospital. So there you go. So that was uh, another roast. Uh, first of all, the roast really is not for her. She's just making money how she can, and I'm glad she's okay. But what the hell are people doing I, buying? I might be
2: ready to retire them now. I'm you thinking. could. Wheels are spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got a... You got to cut me in for bringing in on the yeah, idea. Right. Though, so This this story reminded me, because I did see this on one of the late night shows, this, this story. Uh, but on the late-night shows, usually about a week, week and a half after we've recorded and released, our material. Oh, yeah. Our Toast Roast. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah, our well. WTF. That's because we our, dig deep
0: to find right? the stories. Right.
1: So they're, they're stealing it. our material. I'm putting all the big network late-night shows on notice.
2: Yep. Fallon. All
1: right. Who did it this time? No. Yeah. And that takes us into pours. Tom, what you got for us?
2: Well been a rough week it's been another rough week yeah. for especially for the entertainment world you know we ended the year on a sad note and we're starting the year on a sad note there's always people dying there are yes there are and i uh, just want to give a poor one out to mr Sidney poitier and mr bob saget mm-hmm. rest yep. in peace Poor one out pour one out
0: there's obituary time. or not obituary? It could be a new segment. I don't know just where some <laughs> things are going. So who died, who didn't die? <laughs> yeah. Now nah, I mean, it could be a little too morbid. Who's dead, who's not dead? Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, well, mine's a true poor one out here again. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but Did. it's been kind of all over the news the uh, last couple of days. So Molson, Coors, who owns St. Archer, has decided that, hey, that company wasn't, you know, cutting it here. So they basically decided that they're going to Stop production of all of their Saint Archer brand, and they sold their San Diego-based brewery and tap room. They're keeping the Saint Archer name, but they're not going to produce any more beers under the Saint Archer name. Um, but they sold the brewery and tap room to Kings and Convicts Brewing Company, uh, which you may be familiar to because that's the one that actually purchased Ballast Point. So they're going to take that Miramar and Lacadia tap room, and those will become the first Kings and Convicts locations here on the West Coast. So kind of interesting uh, where we've come. You think of you know we've had we had two two breweries that were sold to. You know, big beer or whatever you want to call it. Both of them have now come back into.
2: Well, yeah, the well, Ballast well, point. Well, yeah, that yeah. Saint Archer I can see because I think I thought their beers are pretty average, but. Ballast Point, yeah, they make kind of the... they make stellar beers. I think that that was just a whole that was a business deal. Saint
0: Archer, I don't. Well, me. this was a business deal as yeah. well because if Molson
1: just decided, hey, this one wasn't making money, for so their beers are yeah. average. Yeah. Yeah. they were they're... average at best. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, Saint Archer to me has always kind of been like the Goose Island of San Diego. There you go. I don't know what people are so excited
2: about. Oh, I, actually, I like some of the Goose Island beers. Do you
1: Saint Archer? Uh... I'm sure there must be a good one, but I haven't had it yet. I've, I got to pour one out as well on the on the beer end of things, but this is going to. This one's gonna hurt, guys. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So, I'm uh, actually, really glad that Joe's not here because I, I, I couldn't work? even say this with Joe here. This is okay. I was at Ale Smith on Sunday, and this is gonna be one that's it's a gut punch, Uh-oh. it's a heartbreak, Uh-oh. and it boggles the mind. So you're gonna get punched in the solar plexus, and they're gonna pull your heart out, and they're gonna slap you in the back of the head.
2: Mm.
1: Pouring one out for sublime Mexican lager.
0: What? what? Are you serious? You, they
1: are no more. It, it's gone. It's not just. I just saw. Ending.
2: I just saw it in the at the Kemp store. Yeah.
1: That's it. That's that. All that's left. It's gone. Wow. They are not making more with no plan.
2: Wow. To Did bring they give it, it back.
1: A reason? Uh We pressed. I was there with Jeff at large. Yeah. Celebrating his birthday, and we pressed and pressed, and there was clearly a story there, but they were not going to get into it, and they <laughs> just kept telling us. I bet you like this Mexican lager. Yeah. I bet uh, you'll have a hard time telling the difference between this Mexican lager and, and Sublime. Uh, so they just uh, changed the I name. I said, well, is it the same when you change the name? They would not say that. Yeah. Uh, interesting. But you know what? doesn't matter, because without that cool Sublime yeah, yeah. logo, it yeah. didn't taste the same. So. Maybe maybe
2: uh the band uh, you know
1: I wonder something yeah mm. Well
0: that's so. all right I can always go to Virgin and get some of their uh Invita or I can go to
1: get some Tierra Madre there you go so. There's plenty of good ones but yeah. that was that was a team favorite That was for good sure. yeah so bummer Ladies and gentlemen this has been toast roast and pour one out Got another beer, if you guys are ready. Oh, I'm ready. All right, there you go. Always ready. What do we got here? The can just got to me. This is Alpha Charlie, a saluting IPA. Again, Eureka Heights. I like the fun stuff they write on their cans. Hmm. I like this. And just when I said that, this one doesn't have anything fun to say. 6.8%. But is it, it says on there what it benefits. That's why it's got the... Well, I'm benefiting combined arms. Yeah. There you go. But I wanted something funny and clever limited awesome beer series this is from their small batch production interesting okay all,
2: all the beers have been solid so far
1: oh yeah Mm-hmm. has a bit of a caramely ipa yeah right yeah, yeah. Uh, roundness to it I, that's not the right word is it but it's a very soft mouth feel that's
0: that's actually a good no. Th- this is
1: one where you can totally tell the mouthfeel on it. <laughs> well, it doesn't yo- have
0: it doesn't have like it like it doesn't have any of that real pininess or, no. or any of that at, at, on your on your af, you know on the taste after you know after drinking it. It's very I, I really like this one.
2: Not even in the front of it either.
0: Yeah. It would be interesting if, if you drank this blindfolded or, I guess, without seeing the can, if someone just gave it to you, if you could identify. I mean, I, you, you can get notes and you can kind of tell it's it's got the, the hops and, the, and and a little bit of the bitterness up front of a, of an IPA, but it doesn't taste at all like a— I would almost
2: call it an amber.
0: Yeah. Or more of a pale ale kind of, you know, there's like a—it like mm-hmm. it has more of a pale ale taste to it where it's just not quite as hop forward. I'm going to have to sit
1: on this one a little bit. I'm not sure yeah. what I think of it yet.
2: Does it help when you sit on it? Yeah, well, uh, I'll I'll sit always, with it. Maybe depends whether it's it. a
1: bottle or a can. <laughs> hey, on your pour one out last week, Tom, you poured one out for, of course, Betty White. Yeah, uh, well deserved pour one out. But uh, I saw this story about Commerce Street Brewery Hotel in Mineral Point, Wisconsin. That makes a blonde Betty beer. They've made it for years, and customers would go in and they'd buy one for Betty White because that was her husband's hometown. And people were, would always buy a pint for Betty White. So if she ever came in, there would be a beer waiting for wow. her. They were up to 41 pints on the, the day she passed. Wow. And they're continuing that all the way through January. And they're going to pass on all those proceeds for all those purchased pints off to a local animal charity.
2: Nice. Nice. That's Appropriate, yeah. yeah.
1: Wait, wait, are her, those animals her-
2: animals, are the animals gonna drink those 40? Yeah, they beers? get the pints. Yeah, yeah. I see, yeah.
0: so they well, <laughs> I, I saw locally too, it's kind of cool because obviously she was a big uh, advocate for, for animals, yes. Uh, that the uh, San Diego Humane Society they're waiving all uh adoption fees and stuff because it, w- it would have been her 100th birthday recently, I think within the last couple of days, 17th, or, yeah. Oh, coming up then, I guess. So, um, probably by the time this thing comes out, but yeah, that's pretty cool that,
1: that a lot of people are trying to do stuff to, to kind of acknowledge her and, and what she did for. For animals and everybody, basically. We're not surprised when animal lovers and brewers do good things. True. Right. On the other hand, it is the new year. That doesn't mean we're not still perplexed and disturbed by human behavior. Talent, what do you have for us from the Department of...
2: What the whiskey? Tango. Trot, why the hell not to say what I'm thinking?
0: Well... You are ready for this one? So, you know, I guess all of us are dealing with uh, the current wave of Omicron and and everything else in different ways. The three of us here sit in a cesspool of COVID every day with mass absences and kids coming and going and testing positive and negative. It is a cesspool. But anyways, uh, recent studies uh, have shown that the COVID vaccines have been very effective, right? Medical doctors have all talked about it. In fact, they recently I, I was reading one and they were talking about how it's probably saved hundreds of thousands of lives throughout the recent uh, Delta and Omicron surges. Most people uh, you know, will tell you there's been very little side effects uh, with the vaccine, uh, especially considering the number of people vaccinated uh, worldwide. And all in all, most people would agree that, hey, it's a free, relatively safe and effective way to minimize the effects of COVID and as what will eventually probably help us you know, stop or end the pandemic. However, despite this fact, there's still a rather large vocal group that chooses to ignore medical professionals and science, and instead they decide, hey, I'm going to follow the advice of people that you know, I see on TV or in my Facebook group or wherever else they find them online and say, hey, they know the best ways to fight COVID. Uh, just to kind of go back over some of these and then talk about some of the new ones that have come up recently, Let's come up with the different ways you can fight COVID rather than get this free, effective vaccine. <laughs> so first, first of all, I don't know if you guys can remember this because this is going way back. First solution was, hey, let's inject bleach because that, that'll work. It, it's, a, it's a clean stuff. It sanitizes. So let's just inject that, get that in there, and that'll work. And then uh, apparently that wasn't effective enough. So they said, hey, you know what? Horse dewormer. Let's go get a horse, you know, something that deals with parasites and animals and horses, ivermectin. And let's start injecting that. In fact, people went so crazy in that that they were suing because they weren't allowed to use ivervectin right. in some hospitals. Um, and, you know, apparently those were not as effective as advertised. So uh, recently, uh, we've seen the promotion of a few more miracle cures. So I don't know if you guys have been following any of these, but I, I saw these and I just kind of have been kind of keeping a, a list going, you know, at some point we got to talk about this. So first, uh, this individual, uh, brainchild, conservative med- uh, media person her name named Candace Owens. Uh, she basically told all her social media followers that she takes a teaspoon a day of collodial silver um, oh, and, and, and advocates that as as a something that has been—and this also has been touted as a COVID cure by uh, people like InfoWars founder Alex Jones. And so zero evidence that it's effective, but they're advocating this, and obviously they have people that will hang on everywhere they say. A couple things interesting about— side, side effects there. Yeah, side effects. Number <laughs> one, if you take too much of it, you know what happens? turns your skin blue exactly. permanently. Yeah. And there or are people that are, are blue because they took too much of this stuff.
2: Well, Blue Man Group. Yeah. you those guys? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, in, <laughs> and in rare cases, if you take too much, it can even kill you. So uh, there is that. Then next, uh, this was uh, last, you know, what, about a week ago, a little less than a week ago. Tucker Carlson, who is a fountain of uh, COVID misinformation. And he basically regularly endangers his viewers' lives. He actually dedicated a whole segment to a potential new COVID treatment. Uh, You guys ready for this one? Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Yep. Happens to be the most famous pill in the world. He says, yep, anti-vaxxers. It's time to go all in on Viagra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he saw a story of a a British nurse who was recovering from a COVID-19 coma after being given a dose of Viagra and decided... Hey, is there anything Viagra can't cure? (laughs) And I have the answer for you. Yes. (laughs) COVID. It does not cure stupidity (laughs) or COVID. All right. So there you have that. And finally this week, guys, anti-vaxxers got super excited about the latest and the newest COVID cure. And they are now urging people to drink their own urine Mm -hmm. to fight coronavirus. So over the weekend, this uh, individual, Christopher Key, who's the leader of an anti-COVID-19 vaccine group, they're called the Vaccine Police, He began posting uh, videos online about the health benefits of what he described as urine therapy. So we're going to call him the so-called Wizard of We. Uh, He's saying that there's tons and tons of uh, research.
2: Wizard of We.
0: And uh, he says, according to him, this is his quote, this vaccine is the worst bioweapon I have ever seen. Instead, I drink my own urine. So I'm telling you guys right now, not sure what is coming next. And I'm probably going to need an irony check here, Jeff. Uh, but for all of you that don't want to get the vaccine because you are worried about what you are putting into your body, uh, seem pretty willing to put mm. everything else <laughs> into it.
2: I saw
1: this, and I have an issue with it from a different angle than you took, and that is, I this I saw this story because I saw. Over the course of 24 hours, multiple medical professionals on the news or listened to them on the radio or read about them on on different social media explaining to people not to drink their own urine. And what I got angry at was them wasting their breath. Right. Let those people (laughs) drink their urine. They already don't listen to medical experts. Please let them drink their own urine. Let them drink as much of their urine as they want. And in fact, if they want a want some more? <laughs> so, a solid food uh, idea, I've got one for them. They can eat uh, a
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I'm right? sure that's coming. I'm sure that's coming. If
1: you can't drink number one, you might
0: as
2: well eat number two. You can eat the bite sheet. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I just, I just find it it's so amazing where we've come as a as a. You know, sus- I the-
2: think the anti are creative.
0: They Get are creative. There is they're, no doubt about creative. that. I like that you always try and put a positive spin on yeah. it. Yeah, but it just <laughs> uh, it is truly amazing me because the argument always is, oh, I can't put that. in there it hasn't been proven, hasn't been tested. Uh, I don't want to put that stuff in my body. But they're willing to put. Everything else so in their weird. body. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure as as young kids, we figure out real quickly or taught very quickly, don't drink your pee. Um, you, you know what I mean? And somehow it's coming back. It's like, well, you know. Eh, you don't eat
1: yellow snow. One of those early yeah, lessons. Don't, 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 yeah, yeah, don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> right. that? that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Anyways. There's your thing. Yellow snow. You could be selling... Yeah. Snow cones, snow cones.
2: <laughs> You're yeah. in snow cones with a there with a goes. fart in a jar. Well, it could be like you can different flavors. You can have the silver on there. It could be yeah, the <laughs> invermectin. It's a snow cone with all the rainbow of treatments. No, right? I have, have to action. think
1: that Viagra is a, a sponsor of Fox News and or Fo- Tucker Carlson's show.
2: Could be. They I have to be. I don't know. I, I just
0: think it's amazing that that's like like that's the next thing. Like whoa, hey, you know. Actually, the funniest thing I saw about it was um, they said, "Can we make a movie of it?" And the, the movie is, uh, they're going to call the movie Die Hard. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So.
2: <laughs> Die Hard trying. Yeah, yeah. And they had,
0: I don't know, there was like the picture. I don't know if you said, and I'm sure it's a true picture at some point, but there was the picture of, like they said, these are the people that took this, and it's a, it's
2: a cadaver covered, but he's got a boner. <laughs> hey, speaking of cadavers with boners, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, when I took my anatomy class at Santa Barbara, uh, we had some guy, you know, old guy donate his body to science and he had some like silicon rod inserted in his, in his oh, john, his long john. In his penis. And yeah. Yeah. He, so he had a perpetual Woody nice. and uh, yeah. So I think he just basically, you know, had a big laugh. He's done. Yes. I know all these college people are going to be looking <laughs> yeah. at me later on and I'm going to be dead. But I'm going to still have a, a Woody. So there you go. Nice. <laughs>
1: Thank true. you for sharing. Yeah, true story. As long as we're sharing, we have another beer coming. Yeah,
2: around. so one of the things that's
0: really cool about Eureka Heights is they are big uh, Star Wars fans. Um, they do actually, it was kind of cool, they did a whole uh, series for, at Halloween where they changed a lot of their logos and stuff and made them into with things with Star Wars or that kind of stuff. So, and then they'll release periodically some special beers. So this first one is from Eureka Heights. It's called That's No Moon. It's a milkshake IPA with lactose and strawberry. That's not a moon. Ooh, that's, that's no a moon. Space station. And it is. It is from what they call their lab series, which is limited, awesome beer series. So, mm. uh, looking forward to this. Yeah. one.
2: Yeah. I'd like to visit this brewery.
1: Ooh. I think that's my favorite oh, so I, far. I really like that one too. That's not a moon. That's no moon. Space station. It's a rock. Is that what we heard that that uh, Alec uh, Guinness never watched any of the Star Wars movies? Yeah. We've heard that recently, right? That's such such a smooth drinking beer, too. That's it's delicious. Flavor, it is delicious. And I like the logo. And yeah. I like the can. Yeah. It's got some great can Milkshake art. IPA with lactose and strawberry. Oh, wow. Delicious. Got cool Star Wars font. Little Death Star on it. Right. I'll take a picture of that. I'll, I'll make sure that we, we post a picture of that. It's great. Congratulations, Eureka Heights. That's Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Best beer so far. Mm, That's good. That's exactly what I needed to take me into. That is, if Doc's ready. (laughs) Doc, you have something for us tonight? But of course.
2: All right, y'all. Welcome to Beer Not a Beer 2022. But you know, this is a tribute to the story the highlight, the best story in my mind that talent brought us from 2021, <laughs> which of course pole assassin. <laughs> <was> pole <laughs> assassin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's so gift that keeps after on this, giving. We'll hit yeah, yeah, We'll let pole assassin low. But I'm telling you, there were so many beers named Pole Dancer, you know. So I left those out. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First time listeners. I'm gonna list four beers. Three are actual real beers, believe it or not. And uh, one is a beer I made up out of my little brain. Here we go. Beer number one is Pole Position, an IPA. Mm. Hmm. Is it for race car drivers? What is it? Beer number two, Tent Pole, <laughs> a Vanilla Porter. Or when you wake up early in the morning and you got to go to the bathroom.
0: Or you have a cadaver that has pole. a... <laughs> <laughs> Something installed there
2: Beer number three Is North Pole Volter. North Pole Volter. And beer number four You ready for this one? Yep Nuts freezing frost biting tongue on frozen pole winter IPA Say Once again Nuts freezing Beer number one Pole position Beer number four Two <laughs> <laughs> Tent pole Beer number three North Pole Vaulter And beer number four Nuts freezing frost biting tongue on frozen winter. Nuts freezing frost biting tongue on frozen pole winter IPA. Which beer is not a beer? Hmm. Tom, one, two, three, four. Three. Beer number three, North Pole Vaulter. Talent.
1: I'm going to go tent pole. Tent pole. Those are exactly the two I was looking at. I'm also going tent pole. Tentpole. I should probably spread it out to yeah, give us one okay. of us a chance, but, right. but I had tent
2: Polar and North Pole Volter as my. Uh, well, none of you chose beer number one. No, we did not. Pole position, which is an IPA from Beechwood Brewing, just up mm-hmm. the coast where Snoop Dog lives in Long Beach, California. Probably where you can get some Snoop Dogs. <laughs> get some Snoop Dogs. None of you chose beer number four, Nuts Freezing, Frost Biting, Tongue on Frozen Pole Winter IPA, which is actually a beer. From somewhere in Norway. You're
0: going to have to have a long well, long can or big can to get that yeah, whole yeah. thing on there, especially <laughs> probably in Norwegian. That's actually just, probably like two words in Norwegian. So we're down to. The uh, bigger the can, the more you can
2: can. To Tetpole, or beer number three, yeah. North Pole Vaulter. The beer that is really a beer is Tetpole oh, Vanilla Porter. Good job, yeah, Tom. From nice. Bonfire Brewing in Eagle, Colorado. Tom's back. The beer I made up, North Pole Vaulter.
1: Nicely done. Good he's... job. You are undefeated in 2022, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much Jeez, so far. And good. we've he's... only lost once. That's good. Yeah. Out of that's the whole year good. so that's far. You're good. right behind
2: me. There
1: you <laughs> <are>. <laughs> I'm in pole position. <laughs> right <laughs> behind you. <laughs> good job, Doc.
2: All right. Thanks for joining us for Beer Not a Beer 2022.
1: Do we want to finish up with our final beer of the evening? Well, you know what? We have to announce the Beersies. So I think we need a beer. We need a beer to announce the (laughs) Beersies. Announce the Beersies. So this is,
0: uh, again, from the, um, let me find it here again, the Labs series there, the limited awesome beer series, uh, follows along in their Star Wars theme. Holy cow, look at the color of this thing. This is is called Bantha Milk. (laughs) Wow. It is a spiced ale with coconut and spirulina. Um, and i would guess bantha milk i don't know what color it is but apparently it's green because that's the color of the beer spirulina is a green algae that's
1: the color of the beer that is boring. a nasty looking beer kinda, I, I, I guess hope...
0: i'm glad we're finishing with this but at the same point i maybe maybe we should have had this one before the uh but spirulina is good for you it's, is it, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, so it's healthy
1: yeah it's healthy oh bantha milk it's not even healthy looking green. No, it's like sewage looking it green. So. Oh, I, I hope it's delicious hey, because uh, all greens it's are all good. Pudding green. and it's oh, it is
2: green. <laughs> Holy shiza! <laughs> Remember
0: we had that dirt beer from Montana. We said just yeah. from the look of it, it's going to be tough to get past it. This Ooh. one dirt
1: church, That's yes, good. from uh yeah. from Fireman Joe. Let's
2: just see here though. It's got a sweet smell to it uh, though.
1: Better, it's got coconut in it. So it's coconut and it's green and. I it's, don't know what to think. It's, it's got to be
2: a St. Paddy's Day beer, you know? Uh, it's
1: Bantamilk. It smells a little bit like a magic marker.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> it is freaking god awful. Holy sh. Oh, God. There's a lot going on. I in can't this drink beer. that thing. That is nasty. Oh, I'm going to. Oh, sorry. I like Eureka. Everything I've drank so far is good. No, that's terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> Who thought that was good shit? Well, yeah, but that is. It's milk, man. God. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I don't think it's the oh. best beer. You want me to
0: come back quick with another um, one? Yes, so quick. Please. Let's wash that with something.
2: That's one. not beerzy uh, worthy. God. I have one sitting <laughs> in here. So. That is not a beer. Who thought that was good?
1: Mm, I don't know.
2: Tom's I, like, I'll take a little more. No, 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 no. Strawberry. Yes, I need something to wash it down. Oh. Is that like take your vitamins because they're good for you? That that's is,
0: pretty funny. That All right. Shit is so, nasty. Here, here, I've got this one. We'll do this one. This is von Wolfhausen, and this is an oaked Festbier. Where oh, can I pour this? All right. Where's the receptacle? Here, right here. There's one right here. There's a.
1: So, this is I'd a, rather be hit over the head with a gaffy stick uh, than drink a <laughs> that milk. I did been. three sips to see if I could I did. wrap my brain around it. I,
2: I couldn't get
0: past when you poured it and it was green and it was, it was, it was uh, like I, I like green,
1: it was dirty water green, oh like God. it was sewage green. Oh, sorry, well, this is well, orange. No one's gonna doubt her honesty when we do have a lot of good. Someone said to me, it Seems like you rank every beer really high on the show. Well, we, we're careful, we, we pick yeah. beers we expect to like. That was a surprise. Well, I you know what? I give him credit for trying.
2: No, I what? Yeah, you, there's probably someone that Why would you can here. that shit? It's like you know, okay, yeah, we tried. It was okay. Give it away to some friends, but don't don't sell it to the. No, public. you do what
1: what Tim said at at the uh, Wild West Brewing. You put it in a five gallon bucket and you take it down to the homeless camp yeah, and you, you say, "Have to a the, party." Yeah, there you go. Free. Good point. Totally. This is awfully weird, but I like it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a different kind of fest wow. beer. Yeah, it's, it's a
1: different kind well, of holy, weird. We're, we're
2: jumping all over the place with these beers.
1: So this is Woody. Yeah, this is also from their
0: labs. Only four point five percent. Is that a yeah. pretzel limited? Front? Awesome. Yeah, it's a pretzel guy
1: because it's a fest beer. Bantha milk. No. Yeah. yeah. Might have the coolest can though, the Bantha milk one. It had a great can. Yeah. This is Von Wolfhausen. Von Wolfhausen. Okay. All right. I just had to get my scores in order for the end of the show. Got it. Done. Me too. It's time for us to announce the 2021, last the best beers of last year. Oh, that's very good. Right? Yeah. Right? So I'm going to set up the category on last year's winner. Pass it on to you. Okay. Uh, to read this year's nominees. So last year, our first category, best sour. Last year, it was 2020 Helton Brewing's Boysenberry Sour. Oh, great. And you know what's really cool? I actually got that on tap because I was <gasps> in Yuma at a tap house, and
0: they had it on, on draft, so I like I had to order it. I already had it as a five. What was it on draft? It was really good. I mean, it was fantastic. So, uh, nominees this year, Stave and Nail. Uh, it's called Stave to the Grave Barrel Aged Wild Ale. Uh, we also have Mammoth Brewing's Black Plum Sour, uh, Coronado Brewing's Dusk Patrol, and Zion Brewery's
1: Foray Pomegranate Sour. That was a really good that one, That was too. really good. Yeah, remember I that? Say, yeah. When we were all in Utah? I do remember that. Best Ale. Last year, it was 2020 Virgin Beer Company's Carlsbad Crush. Great mm. beer. Right? Oh, man. Oh, like yeah. Great beer. beer. Uh, we
0: got Saloon Door Brewing's Fluffy Nuts Cream Ale. That was really good. <laughs> that yes, was good. it was. Barrel House Brewing Strawberry Days Ale. Oh yes, another fantastic one. Burjon Brewing back coming back strong with their Kelvin Strong Pale Ale. Uh, Zion Brewery's uh, Red Altar Red Ale, and then Fremont Brewings had the Field to Ferment Fresh Hop Pale Ale. All of those were fantastic. I think we should just try and get all these beers and just
1: drink these beers <laughs> one more time because they were so good. Best IPA last year it was Russian River Brewing's Pliny for President. That Tom brought that back for us. Woo. That was good.
0: And this year we've got... Oh, first one's really good. Five Suits Brewing Planet Nectar on IPA. Love that one. That was good. Alesmith Kickback and Relax Session IPA. Five Suits with another one, which is the... Is it Kiwi Wet Hop IPA? Yeah, we had that at the Brewer's tap Room And then It's a Brewings Unclassified IPA. Yeah, that was really good as well. So... Five suits up twice there. Oh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Alesmith kickback. Uh, I don't know, though, if I'm going to hold sublime against them.
1: <laughs> might, <laughs> might have some crossover. I just had that kickback and relax when yeah, I was good. there, and it is fantastic. Best lager. We had a tie last year. How, who said we can have a tie? We did. There are yeah. awards. And we couldn't decide, so we decided to tie. 2020's Epic Brewings Fest Beer Yep. and Dos Desperado Brewings Lager Magnifico.
0: Yep. Very good as well. Oh, this year, South O' Brewing's St. Malo Czech Pilsner. Fantastic. Uh, View, Viewpoint Brewing, great one, too. It's America Time Lager. Culver Brewing's El Tigre Lager, another good one. And then Berjon again, coming strong with Invicta Mexican Lager. All good beers. That's going to be a tough one.
2: All local representation there, too.
1: Oh, that's right. Best dark beer. Uh, last year, Coronado Brewing's Early Bird, which was like a cinnamon roll in a can. Yeah. yeah. So, But this year,
0: Guadalupe Brewing. That uh, brewery is their Nuestra Senora <laughs> Imperial Stout. Well, that was, really well, that was amazing. Yeah, was uh, Mother Earth Brewing Milk Truck Stout, and then Epic Beer Brewings Comfy Chair Stout, another good one, and then Epic Brewings Big Bad Baptiste with Raspberry
1: and Chocolate. Oh, all of those are. I had really... that at New Year's last year. Yeah, really Miguel. good. Best Belgian style. Uh, last year we gave it to Monkless Belgian Ales The Trinity.
0: So this year we've got uh, Double Peak Brewings The Triple Witches. Oh, that was really good too. Guadalupe Breweries Triple, another really good one. Duckfoot Brewings on here twice, one with the Sasquatch Triple and with their Aviator Glasses Belgian Blonde.
1: Mm-hmm. I just had those again. Best seasonal holiday brew last year went to Hen House Brewings Fest Life. So this year we have Guadalupe
0: Brewings has their Octubre Fest. Uh, and then we have Spatzel Brewings, the Shiner Holiday Cheer. That was really good. And Sierra Nevada's Celebration
1: IPA. That's a that's, that's a, a good that's one. A, that's a very good that's... one. And Doc, uh best beer name last year went to do you remember who got it last year?
2: Uh yeah. It was uh Against the Groin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: against the groin no against the grain breweries
0: oh, oh. but against the groin would be a gra- great name
1: <laughs> oh I'm going to know that's fake now when that shows up on the cool. beer list against the grain your uh, Ass Down your
2: Ass Down
1: what do you have for us this year? well
2: you know almost, what almost made the list was Citra Pale Ass Down so I'm going with all names from 2021 that made it on uh, Beer Not a Beer so we had uh, Birdfish Brewings Bitches Be tripping. And we had Bearded Owl Brewing Leprechaun Lap Dance from our St. Patty's Day. We had uh, from Chemist Brewing was Whistlin' Sphincter. <laughs> and we had from Hanover, PA. Uh, we had Uncle Joe's Funky Uncle Dunkle. Uncle Joe's Funky Funky Uncle, uncle Dunkle. Oh, yeah. A Dunkle. A Dunkle beer.
1: I have to write those down. And last year for Home Brewing Beer Z's, uh, we had three amazing home brewers. We had uh, Damon Adamo of Yellow House Brewing, Tim Wong, who shared more of his monster monstrosity, monstrosity. monstrosity yeah. Yeah. with us last Thank week, you, and David uh, Zakovich at Z-Style Brewing. And uh, this year we got to go out to Wild West Brewing, but I'll tell you who my leader is for, for 2021 oh, Home Brewing. It's sitting across from me. Yeah, yeah. ILB's very own The Talent. Yeah.
2: Wow. We don't have to go far this year. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah, I sure don't. And, and Tim will get a shout out for supplying you. That's right. Yeah, yeah,
0: I couldn't be done without Wild West Brewing, and actually, Carlsbad Brewing Company.
1: I, I think for best local tap room, I don't even think we have a contender for no, this it's, year. It's, it was a runaway. Yeah, the Brewers Tap Room. Brewers Tap right. Room was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. In fact, I was
0: sa- saying the other night uh, about uh, last was it last week, and my uh, my son goes, "Hey, do you know any?" Uh, he goes, "He goes, what do you know about the Brewers Tap Room in Encinitas?" And I go, Oh, it's phenomenal. You gotta go there. It's it's great. They have a great selection there. Super, you know, the, the people work there know what they're talking. And so he went there because they were all meeting up with all his buddies and and he came back and he he
1: raved about it. He said it was such a great place. So we need to get back there. I agree. And so does he. Travis wants to have us back. Yeah. And soon. I want to give uh, some scores here. People have been waiting for here, these scores. We have we start off with mostly harmless pale ale from all of these from Eureka Heights. That was this little can here at the beginning that Tom missed out on. a uh, where'd Atlanta talent? I went 4-0. Doc? 4-0. I was 4-5. Nice. All right, that
2: one. What's your lips, it's so good.
1: The Mini Boss IPA. I climbed up a little bit 4-2 on that one. That was my fave. I went 4-5. I was 4-2-5. Very good. Saluting IPA. I actually went a little higher on that one because it was so unique. I went 4-3 on that one. Yeah, 4-0. 4-0 for me. All right, we're there on our roll. Uh, then we went to That's No Moon. That one, I actually went four nine and contemplated five zero on it. It was so good. I'm right there with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a little too sweet for me. I'm going
1: 4.0. 4.75, and I bet if I had it on draft, it would be a 5. Oh, yeah, a, yeah be it, was, five. it was good. We had Bantha. Bantha Milk. Pass? Pass.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'll say this. That is the best Bantha Milk I've ever had. <laughs> but as far as a beer goes, I gave it a pretty low well, rate. It was
2: also but, the
1: worst Bantha Milk. Yeah, yeah, let's not rub salt into the wound on that one. Good point. But we did finish up with the Van Wolfhausen.
0: And I was solid it I really like it from the Fest beer standpoint because I think it's got unique. I was trying to think, having sipping it again. I don't know if it's got like almost kind of some cinnamony flavor in
2: it or it something does, like yeah. that.
1: It's 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 actually really tasty beer. I give it a three five.
2: Yeah, I didn't know what to think of it. I it like a three point seven five.
1: No, I give it three seven five as well. Hey, we're we're a cute in close. Today. listeners. Thank you for spending the hour with us and you got to check out Eureka Heights, because other than the Bantha milk, what a pleasant, mm-hmm. what a get pleasant the, evening you of need, green beer. Get, the, get a taste of the Bantha milk just no. so you can see the color. No. No. Uh, Don't. Yeah, Don't. Hey, you,
0: how often do you see green beer?
1: I bet the Banthas give it a five. <laughs> Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Help us continue our podcast by visiting the ILB store at our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run.
2: B-E-A-R-U-N, beer run. B double E Double R U and they run All we need is a 10 and a fiber, a and a key and a sober driver. B double A double R U and they're running